Welcome to University. Class is now in session. I forgot like how present she was. Late every... 90s, early 2000s. Oh my god! Yeah. I and miss I... I miss Missy Elliott, man. I, I mean, feel like she's she, coming back a little bit. She comes back, but it's like I still want more Missy. You sure, know, sure. whatever yeah. happened to Blue Cantrell? <laughs> she made her point and left. I don't know. <laughs> she hit him up style. Walked out the I was door, gonna say I was like, is that was the song. <laughs> that was the song. That was the song. <laughs> Is this I what used I'm... to love that song. I still love that song. <laughs> uh, well, I know what I'm going to listen to when we cook dinner tonight. There's, there's a whole I'm genre. really actually pissed at you because that song is for sure going to be stuck in my head the whole time. <laughs> that Earworm Volume 2. All I can say about that is oops. Um, yeah, I mean, there's that the whole genre of songs about like women just like fucking with the guy that fucked them over. It's, it's just it's bangers. It's good I shit. Like it. I don't love know it. if I've been like I've kind of migrated away from pop music. Yeah. But I, I would love to see if that has continued. I don't know enough about modern pop music to. I know Lizzo. But. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she is the genre right now. She she is the world. Yes. Um, hey, so here's like a here's a fun Liz, thing. Lizzo and Jonas Brothers. <laughs> because we ended the last episode with a character speaking, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how this character sounds, but I clearly gave them dialogue. I have to like commit to a voice now and really do it. So in the shower this morning, I thought I was going to wake Liz up because I was like testing out all these different pitches and tones and. We're, we're gonna see y'all okay we're gonna see i'm ready we're gonna see all right so when we last left oh gosh y'all got to that fountain yes we did and someone came out of the fountain how are y'all feeling i i want to know specifically how how the three of you are just dealing with the fact that this figure has come up out of a fountain so far well right now i feel like we walked into a gorilla ad campaign for lady gaga mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, at least she's not like covered in a meat suit this time you know this yeah. time Listeners, there will be another time. It's all meat suits from here on out. Is that what Beef is wearing? Oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, sure, why not? Technically we're all wearing meat suits, but it's I'm true. sorry. Not that conversation again. <laughs> I'm gonna give you some uh some some flavor text. I'm gonna dress up this environment. Firenze is dressed in an impeccable charcoal herringbone blazer with a black undershirt and charcoal pants. The pink lining of the blazer matches her facial hair and there appears to be a pair of reading glasses tucked inside her breast pocket. She's got a pretty fine pair of black chucks on, too. Well, pick your tongues up off the floor. People are going to start staring at you. Oh, wait. No, they won't. And as 
She snaps her fingers. You look around and you notice that nobody is really taking notice of you. Firenze has made herself visible only to you. There's a few groups of students walking around on the footpaths in the main quad. None of them seem to notice anything out of place. I think then she kind of like levitates into the air and does like a, a loop. And when she comes back down, she's like lying horizontally in the air in front of you, chin resting on her fingers. Gentle friends, this is so party. I'm so pleased to meet you. My name is Firenze. Did she say this is so party? I. You realize I can hear you. I'm right in front of you. <laughs> I think I need to go check the toxins in our latest batch of plants. Once again, right here, I am present in your situation. I can hear you. Do Hello. You, do you know someone named Mr. Mispick? Oh, from DC Comics? Love that guy. He ain't real though, honey. This is a deeply upsetting situation. <laughs> also, please don't call me honey. Understood. I will respect that going forward. It's good to know this because as I said, we are gentle friends. This is good. This is good. I just need you to do something for me if uh if well you're okay with it absolutely not but why not what's the hesitation here dear what is the context for this entire situation why did you bring us here why did you carve these symbols into our hands okay first off i did not carve things into your hand that's your own blood leading you to me which really i feel like it's a pretty nice thing you've made a new friend today aren't you happy absolutely not how do you think people make friends well, back in the old days, it was really just, you know, who you were around. But sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands. And I put matters into your own hands. Don't you see? Now we can be friends. And friends do favors for one another. Isn't that right, Chuck? How do you know my name? Oh, I've been looking after the three of you for such a long time. Your friend Randy in the locker room? I mean, that's creepy, but yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Okay. Oh, your favorite barista at Slow Drip? Hi, how are you? The student that you spoke to in the library, well, you don't just make acquaintances like that by accident. I've been scouting the three of you for quite some time. Why? Here's the thing, and I just want to preface this. We are friends. This is going to be a fun thing. So me and the other demons have a little game going well, on. Excuse me. What? What? Yes? Yeah, yeah, I want to rewind that. And you want to? Re- okay. That, that again. Okay, so uh, we have a game. Going no, on. you and the other what? Demons. Demons? Yeah. Like, can like you elaborate? Bernie Place, pitchforks, torture? Okay, that is such an antiquated view of what demons are. We no longer carry pitchforks, but it is very hot down there. It is the humidity. It isn't even the fire anymore. It's just the humidity. Okay, so, all right. I just got to put a stop to this right now. <laughs> What's going on? All right, all of you. How much, how much did Randy put you up to this? I mean, come on. This has got to be... An elaborate prank. I know they like to play around on the football field, but what is this? What's going on here? So as you say that, she levitates uh, down to the ground. Her two feet touch the ground. And as they touch the ground, you see her whole uh, visage just kind of recalibrate into the shape of Randy. And Randy comes up, kind of gives you a punch in the shoulder and says, Hey, man, I really appreciate you helping me out. I want to get back on the field, but, you know, this is just how I had to look in order to get your attention. Did somebody spike my protein powder? What is happening? Yeah, I think at this point, Jack just says, fuck this, and turns around to walk away. As you turn around to walk away, you discover that you are feeling constricted. And Firenze immediately recalibrates her image to be this barista that you know from Slow Drip. And she sidles up alongside you and says, as I said, I just need you to do me a favor. Friends do favors for each other. Isn't that correct? 
Okay, then you can do me a favor and leave me the hell alone. I'm afraid that's not the way this is going to work. Then I'm afraid this isn't a favor. You know what? You have me on definitions. That is correct. (laughs) This is technically not a favor, but once you do this for me, I can do something for you. Why the three of us? The three of you are such good-natured souls. Oh, that's not true even a little bit. The three of you have good intentions. Nope. The three of you were available. There we go. Okay. Got it. I just have a good feeling about this. How about you just cut to the chase and tell us what it is you want? Okay, here's what I need. And snaps her fingers and the three of you just kind of all form a line in front of her. No more of that either. No more of this? No more of that. Fine. Actually, no. You will do this. Once you complete this for me, then I'll do no more of that. How's that sound? That sounds like extortion. A little bit, but again, demon. Fair. Okay. So here's what I need. Me and the other demons are playing a game. You see, there's this thing out there on the campus, and I can't get it. I need the three of you to locate it, bring it back to me tomorrow before sunset. And if you do that, we're square. If not, I'll be sending more people to the clinic. I really hope it doesn't come to that. I just had to send another group there. I didn't like doing it. So you're saying that you're hurting people because we're not collecting it or people are getting hurt because they're failing. They're failing. Okay. Wow. I thought we were your friends. This is just the way. All right. All right. All right. What's this object? It's a medallion, right? It's a really party piece of jewelry. It just looks like a cross, two pieces of onyx with a cord coming through it. It's just a little necklace. That's all I need. So then that begs the question. What's up? What are we going to get once we do this fetch quest for you? One, we will be better friends than we are now. And two, I'll sweeten the pot for you. What's one thing you want, Chuck? What's one thing that you want right now more than anything in the world? I don't feel comfortable telling you that right now since we've just met and this is just totally freaking me out. Well, Chuck, the thing that you're thinking of, I'll give it to you. All right. We'll see how this goes. How about you, Frankie? What's one thing you want right now? Just think about it. Guess what? You'll have it. And Jack, well, what do you want, Jack? I want you to tell me how to get this stupid medallion. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I can't actually find it. I gave you the power to find it. How can we find this medallion? So you're going to use your little palm compass, and that's going to point you in the right direction. I really have no jurisdiction over that. I've given you the power. I just expect results. So when when all those other people have failed and gotten hurt, how Mm -hmm. have they gotten hurt? Well, let's just say they've ended up in the clinic. You can go see them for yourselves if you'd like, but it might not be pretty. This is one of those things you don't want happening to you. All right. When do we need to do this by? Sunset tomorrow, which by my non-watch on my wrist says you have about a day. Wait, are you the guy in the clinic too? Oh, no. You're talking about beef? No, beef's sweet. Oh, because, okay. He seemed like the most character person out of everyone you've mentioned. No, beef beef and I are homies. Oh. Beef's great. Okay. Yeah, beef's pretty sweet. I mean, he might not know me like this, you know, suit, hair, everything. But, yeah, beef and I are square. Is there a reason you didn't ask Beef to do that? (laughs) I mean, Beef's such a nice person. I would hate to see anything bad befall him. All right, I'm going to go to the clinic. I want to see what this 
Oh, you're going to go to the clinic? I'm still right here. Done. Do you, you want me to leave so you can do your little planning thing? Is I that mean, what you like to do? do you have anything else to contribute? No, I'm just going to be, you know, chilling in the fountain. I'm just going to, you know, do my own thing. You do yours. Once we find this medallion, where should we meet you? Oh, right back here at the fountain. This is where I'll oh. be. Okay. Can you turn off the, the people not seeing us thing? Sure, but as soon as I do that, I'll be going away. So if you have any questions for me, you might as well ask them right now. Are you going to answer any more questions? Oh, probably not. And as she snaps her fingers, <laughs> she disappears. And uh, I think there's like people that were walking towards the footpath, towards your direction. And immediately there's like, oh, oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. At least one person's going to step on Frankie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frankie, I feel like this is an anxiety roll for you. It is definitely an <laughs> yeah. anxiety roll. So, uh, uh, maybe for all maybe of Maybe all of you. Yeah. Because we <laughs> had an anxiety Frankie roll when. <laughs> now, is it Forense? Is that? Firenze. Firenze. Oh, no. Oh no. oh, no. Well, now we know the rolls are real. <laughs> Did it go over it's there? Under your chair? Yeah, it is under your chair. Sorry. Um, okay, so we... I am currently at a four, and so I would roll, and if I beat a four, I, I move up. Yes. Okay. So give me that anxiety roll. Beat a four. If you don't beat a four, you move up. Uh, no, if I do beat a four, I move up. If I don't beat it, I break down. Correct. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Ten. Hooray. Hey. All right. Chuck, I want to see your anxiety roll. All right, let's take a look. Let's I'm see. at a two right okay, now. Okay, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Just barely. Chuck, <laughs> you were dancing with the devil. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Chuck gets a four. Uh, Jack. Jack, right. do that I'm anxiety roll. I'm also at a two right now. 18. Okay, so you you obliterated your anxiety there. <laughs> I feel like that's Jack a is mostly just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's anxiety goes up by one. Yeah. Congrats. Okay. All right. So you've just met this uh, this being, and they have asked you to retrieve this uh, this iron cross thing. What do y'all want to do? Well, I I think that kind of depends on who's the most social out of the three of us, because apparently we're on this quest together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I don't think we've still met. No, I would say that this is your first encounter with everyone here. Right. So, I think Jack turns to Chuck and Frankie and says, I'm Jack. I'm going to go check out the clinic and see what this possible shared delusion we just had (laughs) is actually doing to people. (laughs) And then we can figure out the next steps. You're welcome to join me if you want. I like that a shared acid trip is not outside the realm of possibility for Jack right Yeah, now. well, because I was going to ask, what have y'all eaten and had to drink today? Because my assumption is also that someone slipped us something. I would imagine that uh, you two haven't been drinking the same Swole Gains, uh, trademark, um, <laughs> protein par- powder as I have. No. But that's pretty much all I've had today so far. I mean, I work in the botany lab so honestly all kinds of things could have happened the best path forward i think is just to ride this out and see what happens see yeah well i, I who, who you, jack is yeah. it yeah i think that you in that botany lab must have let something out into the air because there's got to be a reason that we're all tripping like this plant creatures yeah. well if we see what's actually happening to the people in the clinic if there are any then that might help me figure out if it's actually related to a plant so uh, sir? Person? You can call me Chuck. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm Frankie. Hi. But you mentioned that you'd been at the clinic earlier? Yeah. Yeah. This this beef guy who, I mean, honestly was almost as strange as this Ferente uh, 
person, I think, that we just met. And did you see anything besides beef? Like, was it, did anything look weird in a clinic? I was pretty focused on just going to the clinic for what I had to go there for. So, got it. Yeah. Well, look, Frankie Jack, I, 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 I don't know about you, Frankie, but I'm following Jack to this clinic. I, I got to go back and see what's going on. Um, if if Frankie looks at their hand, what do they see? As Frankie looks at uh, their hand. You can see that the blood compass Mm -hmm. on your palm, it's pointing you towards the direction of the clinic. I think as you get closer to your destination, it becomes a more uh, dark focused point. But right now it's like a general area pointing towards the clinic. God, my cousin was the one that did all the LSD and I'm getting this. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Let's go to the clinic. All right. So we walk to the clinic. Is there any topic of conversation you have on the way to the clinic? I mean, it's probably like a seven or eight minute walk away uh, from this from this main area. Um, like, what do you talk about on the way there? Like, how do you get to know each other? <laughs> well, I'm not really sure I want to know these people yet. <laughs> Hard same. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think later, like right now, Jack is just trying to get Befuddled. more answers and... Once, you know, if we figure out that this thing is really happening, then maybe Jack will be interested in what we have in common or, you know, like why we three are actually doing this. But for now, I think she is pretty much like eyes straight ahead, kind of stomping in her boots all the way to the clinic. So so Jack is like a thousand yard stare and it's just like trudging towards this clinic. Powering building. through. Yeah. yeah. You're just like this acid trip's going to wear off soon. <laughs> <laughs> the gummies have never hit me this hard before. <laughs> so has anything else weird happened to either of you today besides the person with pink hair coming out of the fountain? And the thing on your hand? Walk, I mean, walk, yeah. walk, walk. <laughs> I at least want to see everybody's like hand compass thing just so I can compare it to my own because this is still just some crazy I mean, stuff. It, I'm assuming that... They're all pointing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are all pointing in the same direction. As you're getting closer to the clinic, it's uh, it's becoming a little bit more focused. Okay. Wow. So is that the weirdest thing that's happened to you? Today? That is the weirdest thing that's happened to me in the past, oh, lifetime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Captivating conversation. <laughs> this, so This does feel like the kind of awkward conversation yeah. that relative strangers in an emergency would have, though. <laughs> so I think you get to the clinic. Yeah. You have you have wandered into the building where the clinic is. It also houses uh, the botany lab, the, the greenhouse, and a few other areas. Um, and I think at the end of the hallway, you see this window where the receptionist to the clinic is. And there's your boy... And he, he points at, at Chuck. Hey, you're back. Oh, man. It's like really good to see you. How are yeah, you doing, dude? Yeah, How's I, your hand? How's oh, your hand? It's uh, it's apparently still got this weird oh, thing going on. Weird. But you'll be interested to know yeah? that I have two other people here that also have the weird hand thing going on. No way. Can I see? Can I? Please. May I see your hands? That is gnarly. That is amazing. And what about you? What about? Oh, you too. That's such a party thing to do. I love that. Oh man, party! There's that word again. What's up? What's that's up? a that's a very particular turn of phrase. What party? Yes. Mm. Oh yeah, me and my we and my friend Steve, we say things are party when we think they're awesome, and that right there in your hand. I mean, you might not feel great, but it's so party to look at. Is and Steve around? Yeah. No, Steve kind of just comes and goes. Huh. I'm not even sure like what classes Steve takes, but he just kind of 
you know, shows up, we pound some beers and, you know, then gets full gains. So this just, this just happened in real life, but (laughs) Jack and Frankie turn and like (laughs) rolled their eyes at each other as soon as he said Steve shows up. It was a very nice bonding. (laughs) Is anybody else in the clinic? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some people here. You're looking for somebody. Yeah, I, I saw somebody earlier that was trying to crawl in the fountain and it looked like they might have been hurt. And I wanted to ask and see if they were here and if they were OK. Oh, yeah. Um, What's your relationship to to that student? It's one of my students. I'm a T.A. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So give me give me a glamour role. Glamour. If a character wishes to persuade someone to do something or win them over to a certain point of view, then you're going to you're going to glamour beef. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Also, Glamour Beef is like the name of, a, <laughs> of like a startup indie meat company. <laughs> Welcome to Glamour Beef. That'll be our next sponsor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, roll rapport. Let's see. Not to be confused with Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a 16. Great. On a 16, uh, a character is convinced that the player's suggestion is a good idea, but hesitates to act on it immediately. So you've said that this is one of your students? Yes. Oh, uh, we, we've got a test tomorrow. And if they are here, I want to make ask if they will be able to make it or if I should make alternate arrangements with them. Oh, yeah. Party, party. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get you in. And Beef uh, hits this button that is near the desk and you can hear the of the door allowing you to, to come in. So Frankie already was buzzed through. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, to be honest, if that happened, Frankie would probably just, like, camp out for a second. And, and because, I mean, all three of us have a... Yeah, I don't... I, don't, yeah. I mean, as he buzzes the door, I don't yeah. think it's it's a thing. He's just like, oh, is there any reason that you... Like, are you so, just all okay. together? I would say, yes. I would say like, the door opens uh-huh. and Frankie is walking towards it. And Jack just, Jack just follows okay. and is like, oh, yeah, I think my sister's back here. And uh, just keeps walking. And... <laughs> So you say, oh, oh, I think my sister's back there. Beef, I think, takes that to such heart. He's like, sister's got to stick together. Yes. Go see her. Absolutely. Sisters before misters, Beef. Whatever that means. Yes. I support it wholeheartedly. And I, I feel pressured because I didn't come up with a reason. So I just go, yeah, my sister's back there, too. We, we're, we're brother and sister. We're, we're all related. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Siblings. I feel that. I have a lot of siblings myself. You do what you got to do. I'm glad we made it so, back there because my only other idea was that Jack had to kick me in the knee as hard as possible <laughs> so I could have another injury for Chuck. To That's throw so weird because at. Jack was also considering that. <laughs> Self-inflicted violence. Good. Good. Um, so briefly, as we are walking through the door, did that man time travel here? What do you mean? He keeps saying gnarly and talking about game cubes. I forgot. You don't. You don't really talk to a lot of people on this campus, do you? No. No. We're, we're, yeah, GameCube is still pretty dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the idea that like in the midst of all of this <laughs> weirdness happening, you're like, he said GameCube. This is weird. And Chuck's just like, GameCube's cool. All right? GameCube's pretty like, sweet. Fra- Frankie is trying to keep up to date with current internet trends. GameCube is old enough that it panics them. <laughs> He's right. playing like Sonic Adventure DX. He's like, this is weird. <laughs> I don't understand this. Um, uh, all right. So we walk. I'm assuming, is there like one big opener or are there individual rooms? I think as you go back, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hallway with like three doors. Um, and at the end of the hallway, there's, there's a big open space where there's a few beds. And uh, you can see that there is one student who is lying on a bed. 
They don't appear to be physically hurt, but something about their situation, like their demeanor, feels off. They've got this closed off posture. They're, they're just sitting on the side of the bed and they've got this hunched over shoulders. They're kind of like waning inwards. They've got this listless expression on their face that's like always kind of threatening to turn into a frown. Um, they're wearing a pair of sweatpants that have a big Chicago in text up the side of the leg. The undershirt they're wearing is uh, it's, it's a tank top, but it's like drenched in sweat. Like it's it's like a black tank top, but there's clearly a part that's like damp starting from the neck down and it's just like drenched. Um, yeah, and they're just kind of looking looking ahead. Uh, they see you coming down the hall and they just make no expression. So I think we're going to keep walking toward them. This is the only person back there? Like as you walk past the other three rooms, the lights are off. There's nobody else in there. The only person in this clinic is this person. Um, brief aside, mm-hmm. have you figured out what the mascot for Windy City University is? I had an idea, but okay. it's also really weird. I mean, Is it just a hot air balloon? No, it was going to be, <laughs> oh God, it was going to be like a giant chip, like a tortilla chip, oh. like a, a giant Dorito. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just because Sam and I were talking about it, we have it in a song and it would be funny. But we're like, what if it was just a giant like Tostito? <laughs> we'll see. But okay. but as of Sorry. Right, as, just... as of right now, there's no real All there's right. no real Fair. one. You I can want... cut that whole thing out. I was just curious. I want her name to be Wendy the Tostito. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really stupid joke and That's like, great. well, it's that until it's not. Yeah. So it's nothing right now, but whatever. Fair. Right. I, I still think hot air balloons would be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you find a student sitting on the side of right. the bed, looking gaunt as fuck. So I think we is beef has beef followed us in, or is beef still outside? Beef's got an apprenticeship. He's got to be at that desk. Okay. okay. So beef has not followed so beef, you in. Okay. Then, beef trusts you so much. God. He's such a giving person. He's just like, you got to find your sister. You got to do it. Yeah. Right. Is he far away enough that he can't hear us? <laughs> I love us? that there's he only one person can. in the room and beef is like, oh yeah, your student and your sister are definitely back there. <laughs> and also, this person appears to be outwardly male, maybe. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Be- okay. Beef means well. <laughs> He's not always the the sharpest tool in right. the shed. But uh, it's yes. fine. It's right. fine. Also, this is like a separate outside of I think the theater world. No one really uses apprenticeship for like college internships or How anything. dare you attack me? You have, you have gutted me. I went to school for theater, let's we get it. <laughs> All right. So, there's a a, a male appearing student yep. on a stretcher uh-huh. looking Pale and gaunt right. and sweaty. Oh, they're on a stretcher. No, they're, uh, like they're, a bed. Or? Yeah, it's okay. it's like it's like a twin bed. Oh, uh, and okay. they're, they're sitting on the side of it. And I, I'll just tell you, this person is male. Okay. Okay. So it's basically like a a, a nurse's cot in in a nurse's office. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So I mean, obviously, we're gonna walk up to this person, right? Yes. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie's gonna go for their chart. Is there a chart visible? Is there like a? Uh, there, we'll say that there is like a piece of documentation, like, like being admitted to, yeah. Got it. Um, and hey Matt, give me a name. I didn't name this person. What's this person named? Oh, let's go with Floyd. Uh, Floyd and, uh, Liz, give me a last name. Wow. <laughs> you can... went into space for that. <laughs> you went... all I can think is Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. No, this can't be Floyd Mayweather. No, 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 no. It's, it's Floyd Mayweather, but. Like immediately no, on, on the Floyd chart. No, it's Floyd Juneweather. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Floyd Juneweather is. Uh, yeah, you, you, you look at you look at the actual chart, and Beef has clearly written it, and he wrote 
Floyd Mayweather and then cross it out and put June weather. I love it. Comma, my bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had to admit fault even on a piece of paper. Uh, yeah, this is Floyd June weather. Okay. Uh, what is it just like a, my name is Floyd. Here's a picture of my student ID. There's nothing else on there that's informative. Admitted on the sheet. It says that they were admitted uh, just after uh, sunset about a day ago. So probably like 730. I say it as if like sunset is on the medical form, as if it's the dark ages that came in after sunset. But on also, horse. November in Chicago sunset is at like six. We'll say six fifteen. Okay, okay. admitted at six fifteen, <laughs> uh, and there are symptoms, and and all it says is uh, hunger, cold sweats, headache, and loss of appetite. But also hungry. Also hungry. Jack is going to walk up to this person and like crouch down so that she can try and make eye contact with them. Does that not work? As you crouch down to make eye contact with Floyd Juneweather, <laughs> Floyd, uh, there's just no expression. I, I don't even think Floyd's eyes catch her eyes when you sit in front of him. Like just doesn't even register. Right. Yeah. So there. she's like snapping in front of his face. There's like a very brief hint of like <laughs> sentience. Uh, there's a very brief hint of, of those snaps registering. Okay. So I think that we, I haven't done very much with this yet, but so Jack is also a hedge witch. Uh huh. So I think she probably has something in her bag, like a sort of like a smelling salts type thing. Um, maybe like some kind of plant based smelling salts acting solution all right yeah no i totally believe that you are definitely the type of person that would have something like that yeah um so i think jack is going to try and macgyver something with the contents of her bag which probably includes some like hedgewitchy materials mm-hmm. and anything she can find in the immediate vicinity i love that you're using your macgyver ability because it's it could be so powerful <laughs> So a player with a MacGyver ability is able to search their surroundings for commonplace items found on college campuses, and you also have your, your bag, uh, and combine them to make something useful. You're going to roll thinks, and the higher you roll, the better your item will be. Okay, so my thinks is four. four. So you're going to roll four, four times, times, possibly. Yeah. Oh. Th- that's a two. A two. So you won't be. <laughs> you won't be. <laughs> Is that what you say whenever you roll a two? <laughs> you know what? She, uh, the first roll, she stuck her hand in her bag and touched like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that was just loose in there. <laughs> ah! yeah. She's a PB and J fiend. What was that? Nine. A nine. Well, on a nine, the item works Wait. okay, but doesn't totally work as intended. Just... But I can pick out of the four, which yeah. I, obviously the nine is winning right now. Two again. The two, you got to do the sound. got to do the sound. Ah! <laughs> Peanut butter, jelly time. <laughs> oh, there's jelly Three. Too. Oh, my oh. God. Okay, so on a nine, that's your best roll. On a nine, the item works okay, but doesn't totally work as intended. Oh, I think that's probably thematically relevant anyway. Yeah. So, so what? You dig in your bag and you find... So I have some um, herbs that I keep in my bag that can be used they're sort of like a caffeine substitute they sort of like give you a buzz Mm -hmm. um and you're gonna burn it in front of his face (laughs) no 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 that you don't smoke them you chew them Uh, but i feel like no i think this person is probably not gonna chew anything Mm -hmm. so i rub it on his gums right i know well i know i know from my work in the lab that 
I this is not going to be medically accurate. Oh, Something no. it's like some kind of like if I like put the herbs in with uh, hydrogen peroxide it like creates fumes of what the herbs in are. the world of university <laughs> yeah this is science Perfect. in fact so like Perfect. i i like mixed it together right under his nose okay and, so yeah actually i want to know what do you two think about her making these things right now i'm enjoying the show because <laughs> i've seen a lot of protein shakes being made and this is definitely the weirdest one <laughs> <laughs> Like there, is, like sweat. there is literally no protein in this shape. Oh, I'm not interested at all then. Screw that um, Frankie's just like time travelers and Harry Potter. I, I did not wake up expecting this today. <laughs> like, just... So as this as this fragrance is kind of like being enveloped in in uh, Floyd Juneweather's face, uh, it starts to register um, just signs of life. Floyd seems to be coming too, but. Because you were not aware of this, uh, this mixture is alerting his allergies. So he's just like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's what I intended. <laughs> so he's just like rapidly sneezing and is finally now registering that there's people here. And just, oh, it's the freaks. Oh, it's real. It's real bad. What? Did, why did you do that to me? So you could help us. What am I'm in no position to help you right now. Oh, I just want to rest. Do you know how you got here? Uh, here? No, I don't, actually. It's, this is the clinic, right? This is the campus clinic? Do you know where you are? Yeah. This is a campus clinic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. The fumes kind of got to me, too. Yeah. I, do, you, do you have any, do you have any uh, allergy? It's, not, it's real bad. Oh, my goodness. It's like... In my cavities. It's terrible. Wait, I rolled for eczema cream yes, the other day. <laughs> Wait, how did we do that? We That was like part of, that was going to be one of... Um... I actually feel like Jack for sure carries Benadryl. All right. They work in a plant lab, right? So For the love of God, give me something. <laughs> I was also going to say we're in a student clinic. Yeah, Maybe right. <laughs> or, that. or that. Yeah. I love okay. that this person is just sneezing and you're like, what can we do? <laughs> Um, can we... There's just a can of this says drugs behind us. <laughs> right? Very Looney Tunes. Do you want us to roll something if we're going to look around for Benadryl? You, I mean, no, I think you can just find it. I okay. just think it's hilarious <laughs> that you're like, like, what's the action? <laughs> look, right. I want to yeah. play in the space. <laughs> yeah, no, there is obviously something. Okay, in we will the... find some Benadryl yeah. or like Flonase or something. Uh, it, so if it's Flonase, I think it's one of those things you got to like put in yeah. your nose. So uh, Floyd grabs it and like puts it up one of his nostrils, does it and just like reams back. It's just like, oh, no. I hate the way that. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so good. It hurts so good. Oh, thank you. Oh, geez. Yo, what am I doing here? So I think Jack is still like basically sitting right in front of him. Right. Uh-huh. So she grabs his hands oh, to look at them. Yeah. I, I, oh, that's weird. Oh, you got it too. Oh, cool. But yours uh, is gone. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that was. Floyd, what's uh, what's the last thing you remember? Well, wait. You got it on your hand too, right? So, so you're 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 playing the game too. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we 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 couldn't find it. Um, so we just tried going back to the fountain to talk to uh, you know uh, what's her name? She she got Boring like thing. that. Yeah, like yeah. uh, ruby hair suit lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she didn't she didn't really like that. So um. Dragula. Dragula? Rob Zombie? 
No, never mind. There's what? a Netflix show called Dragula that stars drag queens that have goatees that are pink. That sounds never fantastic. Mind. Maybe I'll watch it as I'm resting. But yeah, she was not too happy that we didn't find that thing. And uh, next, I mean, she put her hand on my forehead. And next thing I know, I'm here. I feel terrible. Oh, my God. So she like the power of Christ compelled you into a coma? Oh, it definitely wasn't Christ. It was not Christ at all. This was this was something demonic in nature for sure. I've seen my my fair share. You ever see Dracula Untold? It was like shit like that. Who were the other two people you were with? I don't know, just other students. We didn't really get our names. We just kind of like ran. Well, we're doing better than that at least. Yeah, so oh, far. Oh, you you all know each other? I think that would be much better, honestly. Oh, we absolutely do not know. Oh, yeah. you might be. Yeah, that's... we exchanged names though, which seems to be more than what you did. Yeah, it's definitely better. So before you went back to the fountain, yeah, what did the three of you try? Well, so we we did that little little blood compass thing. Yeah, uh, it was. It kept bringing us to the lab. You know that place with all the plants. Uh, we couldn't find anything there. So uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wanted to keep looking, but the other two people thought they were on a trip, so they just kind of left me. I didn't find anything in that lab. Hmm. So they, they just abandoned you and then you went back to the fountain by yourself? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I just wanted to go along with it. I was scared of what would happen if we didn't at least try. I hate everything about this. I hate right. everything about this. Well, it doesn't look like this is any sort of plant toxin on you. But if we're going to be headed to the lab, then we might as well go there. I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I went to that lab. I looked everywhere. I could not find a dang thing. But that that blood compass, it just. When you got to the lab, how did you know that that's where you were supposed to be? What did your hand look like? Oh, like the blood was just kind of like on the inside of my palm. And it was just like X marks the spot. It actually had an X on my hand. I knew I was there. And so. But did it, like, if you moved to different areas of the building, you still just had the X? It just told you which building to go into? No, no. I was in the room, and oh. it gave me an X. I stepped outside the room, and it was, like, pointing me Would, to go back in. Was it the plate, like, the, the greenhouse where all the plants are, or was it a different room inside the building? Um, It was it was in the greenhouse, yeah. Okay. yeah the like greenhouse you, or the lab? Like, have you been to the lab? You know how the greenhouse is, like, connected to the lab? Got to go into the lab, and after that's the greenhouse, it's in the greenhouse. Okay. Well, I work there, so I oh. think it's possible I'll find something that Sweet. these guys didn't find. Yeah, and I mean, it's... Oh, it's just... I mean, the sun's already down, so you're just doing this now. This is new, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, you know what? I got faith. I got faith. You're going to be great. You got George Michael. All right, Jack um, is done with this conversation. <laughs> oh, thank you, Floyd, for the info. Uh, is there something we can do for you while we're here? Can you please just let me rest? I am so lightheaded right now. Okay. All right. And then I think, so Jack starts leaving, but on her way out, she says, by the way, you should have something with sugar in it within the next hour or so, or those herbs are really going to F you up, man. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Your name's Jack? Yeah. Thanks, Jack. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm sugar. I'm going to dream of sugar. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that won't help. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, spooksters? Hey, everybody. You know, before I record these mid-episode little tidbits, I always think, like, I'm just going to be regular. I'm just going to introduce myself. And then when I hit play, I end up singing something like, What's up, spooksters? I would be upset, but also it's very true to who I am. So whatever, man. 
Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Unicursity by Versus the Universe, a part of the Astound Project. This is the big old episode two. And as of this writing, I don't know what I'm going to title it. I was thinking about titling it So Party. I was thinking about titling it something, you know, a little uh, scary, like a demonic ask or something like that. Um, then again, I could just title it something like Beef on Parade. Who knows? But uh, you should know that whatever I title it, I'm probably not going to know until I put this up on Simplecast. A uh, few announcements. Uh, first off, I will always thank our cast members, Liz Brodzinski, Matt Peters, Caitlin Rosberg. I'm always going to thank our composer, Sam Begich, and once again, our angel in Michigan doing QA, Chris Chapin. Thank you so much. Uh, the show really is a lot of different efforts put into one thing, and I would be remiss if I did not thank them every single time. Uh, but on to business. So, first off, I want to thank every single person that left us a review on iTunes. Great Googla Moogla. We have 12 reviews so far. That's pretty great. Thank you. Reviews really help the show grow. And as you know, I say that as if you know exactly what I'm going to say next, but I did announce it on the last episode. As you know, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher, um, if you send us a screenshot of that review, we're going to send you a special Unicursity sticker pack through the old snail mail. Just screenshot your review Email it to vtucrew at gmail.com, or you can just tweet it at me. My Twitter handle is at I'm Aaron J, and I'm going to send those stickers out ASAP. We're awaiting the final designs for the third and final sticker, but I think you're really going to like it. Uh, I'm not actually showing people what the sticker design is until next episode, because in the next episode, we we talk about one of the designs, but I think it's going to be really, really fun, and I cannot wait to show it to you all. Uh, what else? Oh, Patreon. Hey, guess what? Versus the Universe is able to make all of our stuff because of listeners like you. And if you are listening to this show and you're thinking, gosh, I really would like to give just like a dollar a month to help this show. Well, I got news for you. You totally can. If you head to patreon.com slash versus the universe, you can become a patron and help this show grow if you want to give us a dollar a month awesome we're going to give you some goodies some discord stuff we're going to give you a special title and you're actually also going to get access to a uh, behind the scenes podcast that will be releasing only to patrons now maybe you want to give us five dollars a month if you do that you're going to get a copy of the living rule book of school spirits rpg and let me tell you we have some five dollar and up patrons that have actually already started using the rulebook for their own homebrew campaigns. Uh, it's really awesome to get their feedback and see what they like, what they don't like. All of that feedback and all that 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 stuff that's going on, I'm taking that into account and I'm editing the rulebook every week and re-uploading it to Patreon. So it becomes this big crowdfunded rule, rule book that uh, really feels like homegrown and made by the community. It's really, really neat. Now let's say, oh, let's say, oh, you got the cream of the crop. You got a $10 burning a hole in your pocket and you say, I want to be a part of that. And also, you might have some accent like I'm putting on now. I'm going to drop the accent. Let's say you got 10 bucks, and you really want to support us. If you give us $10 or more a month, we are actually going to uh, talk to you a little bit and then make you an NPC in the world 
of Astound. We've already got a few people who are signed up to be NPCs. We're going to be sending out questionnaires to kind of get some ideas of where they want to be in the show, in the universe, and then we're going to put them into the uh, to the world of Astound in Unicursity. It could be in a different show, it could be in a different podcast, but they will be living in the world, and I'm so excited about that. It's a really fun way for uh, for people to just kind of like reach out, interact with the show, and we invite you to do that as well. Let's say you want to promote the show, but you don't want to give us money. That's cool. Just tell your friends. Tell an enemy. Tell a parent. Tell an aunt. You got a pet. Tell your cat. Your cat is going to tell another cat, and then before you know it, we got 5,000 cats downloading the show, and we're the biggest feline podcast on the internet you want it i want it we'll figure it out it'll be some weird animal thing um yeah i think that's about gonna do it this is another one of our regular size episodes it's clocking in about 65 maybe 70 minutes next week we're gonna be hitting you up with another interstitial episode another dream of tomorrow and i believe that episode is just called tour guide so you can you know Imagine that, how you will, but we're going to have some special guests coming in to voice some characters for Dream of Tomorrow Tour Guide. I hope you like it. That one was super, super fun to make. Hmm. All right. Well, I've taken up about five minutes of your time. We're going to get you back to the action. Going to figure out what's happening with Chuck, Frankie, Jack, and these blood compasses, these splotch marks on their hands. And uh, at the end of this episode, I think you'll know... A little bit more about where we're going. Oh, God, I can't wait. Oh, goodness, it's so much fun. Knowing where we're at now in the game versus, like, when we're releasing this. Oh, so much fun. Can't wait to share it with you all. Uh, and also, somebody somebody made a comment that they really liked the, the affirmation I gave them at the end of the episode. I recorded a little, a little like farewell thing at the end of the last episode. I'm just going to do a little affirmation at the end of everyone. So there's a special one that I'll be putting in at the end of this episode and I hope you enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Now it's definitely been like six minutes of your time. So, uh, I love you. Thank you for listening and we will see you on the other side. Bye friends. Frankie wanted to take something out of the room they're currently in. Would you want me to roll for that? What would you want me to roll? Um, so nobody's in the room to watch you take yeah. anything right now. And the only authority figure is uh, is Beef. Yep. But I think if you want, like, what do you want to grab? I just want to grab, like, some Flonase and Benadryl. Because if we're going into a place that is very plant heavy and I know that Frankie has eczema, Frankie's going to be like, cool, let's stock up, bitches. I love that. You're just like, I don't want armor. I don't want weapons. No. I want a pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is great. Yeah. Grab it. Grab okay. It. And maybe if there are some handy, um, some, um, face masks that like just the, like the doctor yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's definitely inside the realm of possibility, okay. but those are, I'm going to say like in a cabinet. And that might be locked. And that may be locked. Got it. Ooh. Ah. Uh, so I think, I think you grab the Flonase, you grab the other stuff. Yeah. And as you are looking for these masks. Oh, you find your sister okay? Uh, it was their sister. I found my student. Oh, all and, right. All and right. yes, I am going to make other arrangements for that test. So thank you. 
Chuck, my man, how's your sister? She's she's doing a better. Where is to she? You. Oh my good, is she? She had to step to the restroom. She'll be back. Oh, classic, classic. Yeah. I go to the bathroom about four times a day. Dope. Yeah, it happens, dude. Hey, don't be worried. It happens. People go to the bathroom. Well, you gotta, gotta, gotta stay awareness. hydrated. Yeah, everybody yeah. poops. Yeah, absolutely. You have that book. I have that book. That's a great book. I think they should do a sequel. What would they call it? Maybe everybody poops too. The pooping. <laughs> everybody poops too. Dead man's chest. Everybody poops too. Judgment day. Yes. I feel like everybody poops too implies that Just- they're pooping on the dead man's chest. Oh no. Oh whoa. <laughs> this, is, this is some Pornhub stuff. Right now. Not that I go there. We're at a campus IP. But it's probably out there. Anyway, Judgment Day is definitely the best title. <laughs> Everybody poops too. Judgment Day. <laughs> Frank, are you trying to find something? What are you looking for? Oh, I, I was, um, my allergies have been bad. And I was hoping that you guys would have those paper face masks that can help oh, with. Yeah, 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 of course. And just takes a key, opens up the cabinet, gives you all masks. Allergies? You got allergies? You need masks too? I would love a mask. All right, here you go, dude. Here you go. You good? You sure. want There you go. All right, and hey, if uh, if you need anything, I'll be here. Um, I'm just gonna be looking after uh, old Floyd back there. And if your sister comes back, I'll tell her you said hi. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Sir. Cool. Bye. All right. Hey, have a great day. So how far are we behind Jack right now? Because I feel like Jack <laughs> like <laughs> Jack like <laughs> left at the beginning yeah. of the poop conversation. <laughs> um, Especially because I think Jack is wanting to go to the greenhouse. Almost regardless of what the palm thing says, but I am curious if the palm thing is also going to direct us to the greenhouse. It's definitely pointing you in that direction. Frankie's just going to, I was going to say, frankly, Frankie's just going to follow you there. Frankly. um, Frankly. Yeah. Frankly, Frankie sounds like your uh, autobiography. (laughs) (gasps) One person show. It's a one person (laughs) musical. (laughs) Frankly, comma, Frankie. But it will never be actually played by Frankie. No, no. Frankie could not do that. No, not on your life. Um, Okay, yeah, I, I would just. Jack definitely left at the beginning of the poop conversation. What a great sentence. But <laughs> she does feel like that they should stick together. So she wasn't like striding as purposefully as she could have been. So I imagine she's there's, not there's too like, far ahead. It's like a half jaunt. You're like, mm-hmm. No, she doesn't do anything that looks dumb like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though. Aaron in real life does constantly. So the three of you are headed to the to the greenhouse area. All right. As the sound of Floyd's go. sniffles follows us. <laughs> he's, he's just in the back like, <laughs> oh my God, not again. Jeez. Uh, you make your way to the greenhouse. And because it is after hours for courses or development had taking place in the lab, in the greenhouse, um, the door is locked. There is an electronic card on there. Obviously, you work in there. Um, so you can most likely get in. What do you like to do? We, we have to go through the lab to get to the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. That's what we've established. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, Jack cards into the lab. Beep. Basically <laughs> says, turns to, the, to uh, her companions and says, don't touch anything. And then walks through. Do you What's have it? gloves in the lab? Yeah, but we're not staying in the lab. So just right. don't no, touch but if anything. There, again, if there's going to be plants and we might have to touch things that we shouldn't touch. 
it won't be a problem because you're not going to touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Cool. Okay. Dad's here. Yeah. <laughs> dad is here. Yeah. We've identified dad. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to, Frankie's going to walk like a duck, which <laughs> is putting your hands in the small of your back so you don't touch anything. <laughs> Chuck, how, how are you doing? I'm good. I pull out a uh, hand exerciser because I want to stay loose just in case something goes down. <laughs> good. Good, Keep good. Keep it loose. You know? Keep it tight. So you notice the lab is just like dead quiet. It looks totally normal. But your your palm compass, uh, it's beginning to form uh, an X in that blood on your palm. It's like not fully formed yet. But as you wander around the lab, it is, you know, forming into an X and then not forming into an X, depending on where you're at in the lab. But as you get closer to the greenhouse, it's becoming that definitive X shape. Hmm. So I guess we're just going to walk straight through. I mean, I said we were going to walk straight through to the greenhouse, right? Yeah. So as you walk into the greenhouse, um, I'm curious, what's the first thing you see in the greenhouse specifically, Jack? What's the first thing that catches your eye in the greenhouse? Well, every time I go into the greenhouse, I look at my plot Mm -hmm. first to see the stuff I'm working on. Is that that's the same plant that you were showing to that young girl in the last episode? That's one of the things there. Yeah. So there's like a small like relatively small like six by eight plot and then a like a work desk and tools and stuff next to it i think chuck because you are you are very hand focused you have that hand exerciser yeah i feel like you're always kind of monitoring what's going on in the other hand yeah and uh you notice that the spot that you're standing in is in front of a large bookshelf Mm. uh that's next to a desk but the x on your hand is very definitively an X. Mm, okay. It's it's just like it's rising up off the skin. It's very red. It's very bright, but it is an X definitively. Okay. So as I'm doing the hand exercise with my left hand or the one that doesn't have the X mm-hmm. on there, I'm looking at the bookshelf and I, I notice what you just mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. It's like super defined. So um, as I move my hand up and down the bookshelf, does it change the x at all yeah boy okay. so so <laughs> as as your as your hand is at the top of the bookshelf the top row of books um it it glows a very bright red oh yeah okay all right so it's trying to get me to look at one of these books i would imagine so i move it back and forth to see which book it makes me stop at the entire row it's just a your hand just has the bright red x Drat. okay um uh I'm assuming because Jack is probably focused on looking at her plants. Her babies. Yeah, her babies. Frankie is positively fascinated by this dance that Chuck is doing <laughs> in front of the bookcase and just very quietly breathes. It's fake. <laughs> All right. I, I hear the, the breathing. It's fake. Oh, it's fake. I hear okay. the breathing of, of Frankie. <laughs> and I ask, hey, um, did you say something? I thought. Maybe it's fake. Maybe it's like a false front. Like it's not real books. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Indiana Jones. (laughs) I see. Okay. Uh, Well, how do we determine if it's fake or not then? Jack? Yeah. You told us not to touch anything. (laughs) Dad's going to get mad. (laughs) Mad dad. Uh, So Jack turns around and sees them like. <laughs> Almost embracing this bookshelf, just like <laughs> hugging the wall. Yeah. Um, so I think Jack walks over too and says, "You know, the book should be fine. Are you looking for something specific?" Well, okay. And then just to see, let's do some science. 
Frankie also waves their hand in front of the top shelf of the Bright red X. Boom, red-handed. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there anything about the actual books on that specific shelf that Jack might know is like relevant or different or unusual yeah should Uh, jack study up roll me roll me some study up jack yeah i'm gonna use a different tie this time (laughs) (laughs) i want to hear like 13 all right that's good 12 okay that's a 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll keep that. So on a 20, the player understands all general and specific information about a situation they are in. The player wholly comprehends the gravity of the scenario and clearly can identify traps. So y'all lucked out. What you see is this bookshelf from the bottom shelf all the way to the to the uh, second to top shelf, all books you recognize. Everything looks completely correct. It looks like it belongs there. Um, the only distinguishing thing about the bookshelf that kind of juts out to you is the top shelf contains a set of books that appear to be way older than the rest of the books. They're, they're rattier. Uh, it, it looks as if they were taken from the library, uh, during the reconstruction. So these are a bunch of books that, um, were not replicated for the library. Um, and these books seem to date all the way back to the 1960s. Um, (laughs) all the way back. (laughs) Uh, as you peer at the books, you can see that, uh, they don't fit perfectly on the shelf and in between like every little book, you can see that there is uh, something bright behind them. Like a blade? Not like a blade. It just looks like a screen, <laughs> le- I... like an LED. Frankie, how do we miss that? Our, and I know. I, I, know. Our... I was like, did, did Jack get any special knowledge? Right? Or is she just much more observant? Um, <laughs> are any of the books on the shelf the books that were missing that I was in the library looking for? No. Okay. Damn it. Oh, that That's makes me good, feel better about Frankie though. not noticing. Right. That right away. I was going to be like, what? Um, okay. Good, so. good hunch. Yeah. Good thanks. hunch. Um, can we touch those, Dad? So, well, I think I love it if you would just call her. Absolutely, no. that's very unbrand. Uh, I think that name, that nickname, actually extremely aggravates Jack, who Ooh. doesn't. You don't oh, know yeah, this, but yeah. Jack doesn't have a relationship with her father, who like abandoned her and yeah. has a separate family now in France. Sorry, <laughs> you don't know that though. I know, but like if 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 I said, "Can we touch that, Dad?" And Frank you and Jack suddenly that. like went, I'd be like, Ooh, "But sorry. I think that does trigger your anxiety." Sure, I'll yeah. do an anxiety. So let's roll. do an anxiety roll. I like that this flashback triggered an anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> right, none of the like real weird stuff that's happening to us gives no. Jack a lot of anxiety, but that's this is like her biggest thing. So uh, I needed to beat a three, and I got eighteen. Nice. Well, you killed it. Uh, killed that memory <laughs> um so if, i think jack does the thinks in anal- analysis and just starts re instead of saying like you can touch these she just starts reaching up okay and we, takes some can of we the pause books briefly? down when frankie said can we touch this dad and like jack had an anxiety moment what did jack's like face and body do oh so yeah so jack was looking at the books and was in the process of being about to reach right. for them when you said that. Yeah. And she just freezes for a second. 
and then takes a deep breath and keeps going. Okay, so it's not like an incandescent rage thing. It's just like a quiet moment and then continues to do the thing. Right. Although I will write an ability called incandescent rage now. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. The reason why, because like if Jack had immediately gone to an anger place, that would have been an anxiety role for Frankie. That's a good, that's a good check. And yeah, so like, I don't know. Do you think that's something Frankie would have noticed still? Frankie would notice, but Frankie has to do that for themselves so frequently to like do a check in on like, you know, somebody misgendered them or somebody said the wrong name or whatever that they would not immediately assume that that was necessarily the result of what they had said. Right. Yeah. So as you were bringing these books off the shelf, like you said, you are, are you taking them off one by one or are you just taking them all off? Um, I think... Jack starts in the middle and picks one from the middle, like where, right where, or maybe two, where you see like a bright line in between them. Okay. So you take these books off and you can very clearly see there's an uh, LED screen with a keypad next to it. Oh boy. Uh, And I I think just to be able to see it, you take all the books off that shelf. So you can just see it's a very non-threatening rectangular screen embedded in this top shelf with the keypad next to it. So wait, are, is this is the top shelf of this bookshelf only like six feet in the air? It'd be five, like five, five like, and a half feet. Yeah. Like can, you, you don't can need a ladder. we see straight ahead that this screen I think screen you maybe need to like and... be on your tiptoes, but you can all see it clearly. Like okay. if, okay. if you take a step back, you can see it. Um, so you said there's a, an LED screen with a keypad, right? Mm-hmm. So that's totally Jack's jam. Jack's Jam. That's Jack's Jam. <laughs> I feel I don't want to like monopolize this, but I think no. I mean, since Jack is a hacker. I, I can't speak for Frankie, but I'm fascinated. I'm just watching this whole thing go down. <laughs> You're just in the back, like yeah. Because, Frankie, like, right. Frankie still has their hands behind their butt too. <laughs> like Frankie has not stopped. Yeah. As a gamer, I'm just like wondering like what's gonna happen next here. <laughs> so I can do Evil Maid, mm-hmm. which is is that piece of tech bugging you? The White Hat has an app for that. Roll Acumen, and you can hack into a tech device. All right. So I think, kind of coupled with this, part of why I went straight here is like, I don't. I want Jack to figure out if like just pushing a button would be like a terrible idea, versus also, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of like understanding what this even is. Okay. So I don't know if, if this is the right role for that. Yeah, no, I think that works. On on the actual screen, there's just a blip of like a like, like a blinking cursor light. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. it's just waiting for an input. Okay. Oh, there's like a blinking cursor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, got it. And so and the keypad is like a keyboard. Uh, or... it's it's a one through nine and a zero, oh. just just like a a, a pin pad uh, that you'd find uh, next to it. Okay, so yeah, maybe part of this evil maid role is whether Jack like recognizes this setup. Sure. Okay. So acumen, my acumen is three. I I have a question before you do this because you were like looking at this that this pin pad. I would like to know, Frankie, how do you feel about just like her approaching this thing, not knowing much about it? Hand still behind back. Are you just like mm-hmm. uh, quietly whispering, "Hack the planet to themselves." Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Good. Good. And Chuck, you are just in awe? I'm just in awe. I'm trying to see what's going on. Oh, I can tell you what Chuck's doing. Chuck, as, as the gamer, is, and, and since Frankie mentioned the whole like secret you know, or fake thing, um, I start looking around at the floor a little bit to see if there's any scratch marks there. Oh, okay. All oh, right. Like if the bookshelf moves? Exactly. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. If it comes out. Or... And I, I, think, I think you do see scratches that would indicate that the bookshelf would like uh, door out like this uh, okay. they're very faint um, okay so rolling for acumen 
Am I saying that right? Acumen? Yeah. yeah. 10. Well, plus your... Oh, no. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have any bonuses. That's a 3. Oh. 18. All right. On an 18, you successfully hacked the device better than your other roll, which would have had you successfully hack the device but leave something noticeable behind. Right. So... Um, what do you like figure out? Maybe she like looks at it for a little bit and says, this is Linux. I know this. Oh my God. And then oh my God. She, <laughs> she takes out, um, like a sort of extra high tech phone tablet thing that she has in her bag and plugs it in mm-hmm. to the, whatever this is, computer mm-hmm. and that way that gives her more than just the zero through nine keypad and she can use that to kind of hack into whatever this is. Okay. So I'm glad she's doing this. I would just type in <laughs> I would just type in one, two, three, four. And, and, just from there. and keep trying to fr- one 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 one. Nope. One 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 two. One 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 three. Um, That's assuming it's four digits. That is assu- so so I'm I'm gonna give you some flavor here. So uh, you successfully hacked the device and you discovered that uh, your you said you put in like a, a cord into the computer. Um, it's a tablet, but I have like safety protections on it to stop okay. whatever I plug it into from like blowing it up. OK, so as you plug your tablet into this device in order to figure out the correct string on your tablet, it's lighting up with all of the potential characters and you have every character that you would typically find on an, on an like an ASCII keyboard. All the characters that are on a keyboard light up, but the the combination is is just four non-special characters. It's it, like 54, 58, whatever. I just picked the number out, out of thin air. But on your tablet, you're noticing that a bunch of characters are coming up as unregistered symbols and a bunch of uh, unknown quantities that can't be identified are just queuing up on your screen. So it goes through one through nine, zero, the whole alphabet, every symbol, and then there's a whole list of symbols that are just not recognized. And with a beep, 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 (laughs) the bookshelf begins to rise up just a little bit, like an inch off the ground, and swing open towards you. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. The bookshelf door opens, and a long, winding stone staircase leading down is revealed. Ancient-looking sconces adorn the walls of the staircase, holding torches, with old text written around the border of the wooden handles. The staircase, as you can see, it winds down, 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 about as far as you can see until it just becomes dark. What do you do? Um, so I think Frankie would have the same exact reaction that I, Caitlin, would have, which is uh, completely torn between abject terror and like deep rooted joy because this is like such a, a like an old school video game trope of like <laughs> I get to go on an adventure in a dark dungeon somewhere but also holy shit there's a demon that has been threatening to hurt us so uh, yeah you mix the good and mix the bad little, yeah you know. yeah a little bit of a Chuck checks his hand so Chuck as you check your hand the X kind of starts dissolving mm. and you can see that it's reforming uh in the direction of the doorway that has just been revealed. Oh, okay. I start regretting the fact that I did my cardio today already. <laughs> so, I could have gotten my stair work in. I could have gotten my steps. Jack knows that there are flashlights in the greenhouse, so she grabs three of them. Smart. All right. Um, and then hands them to the other two and says, 
Well, let's figure out what this is all about. The staircase winds down, down until you reach a large door about two stories below where you were. The door is roughly six feet wide and eight feet tall and and appears to have been made of a huge redwood tree. There's a distinct smell of petrichor emanating from the door. It doesn't perfectly sit flush in the doorframe and you can see a little bit of uh, like wisps of uh, fog coming out from underneath and you have the distinct smell of petrichor coming in. In the middle of the door is a giant black sun. There's a series of symbols carved into the door in a circular fashion around the black sun. Uh, they all look pretty satanic. There's an there's an ankh, uh, a pentacle, a sigil of Baphomet. There's there's some others. Um, what do you do? Is there a handle on the door? There is a handle on the door. Hmm. Is there anything special about the sun? No, it's it's just the satanic black sun. Oh, just the satanic. Sorry, black sun. sorry. <laughs> I, I can show you the, the image when we're done with this session. Okay. No, th- that's fine. I just want to... I'm taking my notes. What are her hands doing? What's the symbol on her hand? Is it uh, just like... Do, do, it do, is, it is pointing you towards the door. Okay. Um, if we are going to go in, then Chuck's going to volunteer to go first. Mm, got that shield. Because <gasps> I got the shield. I got the HP. Mm-hmm. So... We, we previously discussed our various we, HPs. <laughs> well, also, you know, he's a pretty, like, meaty guy right no yeah. you know not to be confused with beef uh, he's a pretty <laughs> meaty guy so it's like all right the two of you could probably fit behind him right and so he volunteers to go first okay so chuck wants to open the door chuck wants to open the door chuck as you place your hand on the handle you notice the door is actually very light it's a very large imposing door but as you pull it open you notice it's kind of effortless and the fog from under the door begins to seep in a little bit more and you realize why the smell of petrichor was so abundant. The door opens, revealing a gigantic forest. Narnia. Thank you so much for listening to Unicursity by Versus the Universe, a part of the Astound Project. Our cast members are Liz Brodzinski, Matt Peters, and Caitlin Rosberg. Story and editing by me, Aaron J. Amendola. Music by Sam Begich, and QA by Chris Chapin. Support the show by spreading the word, or head over to patreon.com slash versus the universe to become a patron. If you want to order pizza tonight, then you have my support. You can cook something tomorrow. I know you're tired. Tonight is for pizza. You deserve it. Have a good night.